When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. In today's video, we're going to be discussing what would have happened in the series if one of Harry Potter's most well-known antagonists, Draco Malfoy, had been sorted into Gryffindor House instead of Slytherin. For this particular hypothetical scenario, I must admit that the first question I found myself asking was, if sorted into Gryffindor, would Draco have been more of a Peter Pettigrew or a Sirius Black? That is to say, would he have played the part of a Gryffindor only to betray his loyalties later and serve Voldemort in secret as Pettigrew did, or coming from a pure-blood family infamously known for their ties to the Dark Lord and Dark Arts, would he have openly and with pure intentions shirked his family's affiliations and ideologies in favour of the greater good and doing what was right, similarly to Sirius Black? Personally, I believe it would have been the former. Sorry to any Draco fans out there, but I just can't see young Malfoy outright abandoning his anti-muggle sentiments and pure-blooded favouritism with the drop of a hat. Sorting hat, that is. Sorry, couldn't help myself. That said, I think his time at Hogwarts wouldn't have been nearly as pleasant for him had he been sorted into Gryffindor. I think, eventually, he would have found his footing and been just as confident in his beliefs as he was pre-sorting ceremony. But at first, filled with shock and horror at not having been placed in Slytherin, as his entire family had been before him, his arrogance and self-confidence would have been at least a little bit shaken. Because, as you may recall, he was so certain he would be sorted into Slytherin. In fact, well in advance of the sorting ceremony, he went so far as to boast to Harry that he would most definitely be placed in Slytherin, saying, well, no one really knows until they get here, do they? But I know I'll be in Slytherin, all our family have been. So, can you imagine how completely shattering it would have been for young Draco to have been placed in the rival house of Gryffindor? His certainty in his future, his sense of self, his very identity, which had been infuriatingly boastful before, would have been put into question. Not to mention what his mother and father would say about this absolutely terrible news. So, I believe that if Malfoy had been sorted into Gryffindor, we would have been presented with a more fragile version of Draco at least at first. To begin with, he'd feel isolated and alone, having snubbed several of his fellow Gryffindors almost immediately before the ceremony. Of course, I'm referring to Ron and Harry. I mean, how could we forget how Draco ruthlessly insulted Ron right before offering Harry that handshake outside the Great Hall? And prior to that, Draco was so utterly rude to Harry and Diagon Alley before he knew that he was THE Harry Potter. Needless to say, these two boys wouldn't have been lining up to become best mates with the young wizard who had so recently slighted them both. So, at least for the first little while, I think Draco would have been a bit of a loner within Gryffindor House. 
Perhaps he would have tried to bridge the gap between the houses to keep his friendships alive with Crab and Goyle, the two Hogwarts students who were previously his goonies and who were, of course, sorted into Slytherin. Sadly for Malfoy, most likely, both of these boys wouldn't have had any interest in keeping company with a Gryffindor, and they certainly wouldn't have wanted to go back to following Draco's every command. Imagine following the orders of a Gryffindor. Highly unlikely. So, after a failed attempt to retain some semblance of his pre-Hogwarts life and status, Malfoy may have decided to approach some of the first-year wizards in Gryffindor, perhaps a few students who he thought could be easily manipulated, like he did with Crabbe and Goyle, in an effort to rebuild a new little crew for himself. I could see him approaching a pure-blooded witch or wizard, like, say, Lavender Brown or Neville Longbottom. Now, I can't really see Neville falling into tight with Draco, considering his parents had been tortured to insanity by Death Eaters, one of whom was Bellatrix Lestrange, Draco's aunt. But it's possible someone like Lavender may have been interested in building a friendship with a potentially powerful young wizard from a pure-blooded family like Malfoy. And so, Draco could have made an ally or two in this way within Gryffindor. Eventually, I'd like to think that Harry and Ron would have decided to give Draco a second chance. After all, it wasn't in either of their natures to be deliberately cruel. So, perhaps in second or third year, they would have started including Malfoy in more things. Talking to him during mealtimes. That kind of thing. Perhaps they would have even taken it upon themselves to encourage Draco to be more open-minded about bloodlines, pushing him to give Hermione and others a chance, despite their blood status. And for survival reasons, I think Draco would have accepted Harry and Ron's efforts, even tolerating Hermione as a friend. But I also think he would have continued to look down on her and most likely lied to his family about having any mudblood friends at school. After all, how could he go home each holiday and not retain his misguided perceptions of the wizarding world when his entire family was so steadfast in their beliefs and loyalties to the Dark Lord? And as briefly mentioned, Bellatrix Lestrange was his aunt, and she was, of course, quite terrifying. With relatives like this, who were so close with Voldemort himself, it's hard to imagine Draco being able to fully embrace the Gryffindor ideologies and relinquish his family's loyalties and anti-Muggle beliefs. If he had, and been found out, best case scenario, he may have been banished from his family. Worst case, killed. So what would this have meant for Draco? Personally, I think it would have resulted in somewhat of a double life for him, pacifying the likes of Harry at school with the perception that he'd become more open-minded, and hey, maybe sometimes he even believed it himself. But for the most part, I think Draco would have still felt above mudbloods, and would have felt duty-bound to uphold his family's honor. Ultimately, I believe this would have meant that we wouldn't have heard as much about Malfoy for the majority of the novels and films, Perhaps he would have been featured about the same amount as, say, Neville Longbottom. Then, as we progress through the series, he would have become more of a focal point, as I do think Draco would have still been selected by Voldemort to assassinate Dumbledore. He might have even been an even more desirable candidate for this task, actually, with his increased accessibility to Harry, who was, of course, very close with Dumbledore. What's more, there likely would have been less suspicion about Draco being involved in a secret task for the Dark Lord. Snape, being the triple agent that he was, still would have taken on the unbreakable vow to protect Malfoy, 
but since he wouldn't have been the head of Draco's house anymore, they would have had to communicate more secretively. Personally, I think it would have been really interesting to have not known too much about where Draco's true loyalties lay throughout the series. Similarly to Snape, it would have been quite intriguing to have always been guessing whether or not we could trust Malfoy. We may have been constantly asking ourselves whether he had actually changed, even just a little. In the actual events of Harry Potter, we do get glimpses of Draco wavering in his loyalties to Voldemort later in the series, so it's possible that he could have converted to fully supporting the likes of Dumbledore, Harry, and the Order of the Phoenix instead of Voldemort and the Death Eaters. However, just because someone doesn't want to blindly follow the orders of a mass-murdering dark wizard doesn't necessarily mean that they are moral and good, does it? And as we've already discussed, I think it would have been very difficult for Malfoy to outright abandon the beliefs he'd held for so long, especially with the views of his parents, Lucius and Narcissa, with whom he remained close as a young wizard. All in all, if Draco had been sorted into Gryffindor, I think Malfoy would have been a more complex and mysterious character earlier in the series. He would have kept us guessing, just like Snape, but he mostly would have remained the same person in terms of his beliefs and been involved in the same major events that occurred, such as his attempted assassination of Dumbledore. This, of course, brings us to the end of this video. Do you agree? How do you think the series would have differed if Draco had been sorted into Gryffindor? Would he have been a Peter Pettigrew or a Sirius Black? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you enjoyed the video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, imagine being in Hufflepuff. I think I'd leave, wouldn't you?